This is episode 137 for Tuesday, June 19th, 2018, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we visit a non-style style session IPA. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Powers, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Bruce Styles. Yeah, we're back in session. Wow. And we're back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's the voice of Sawyer. How are wow. you doing, Sawyer? Man, I'm I'm good, but tired. Yeah. 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 It's been busy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm pretty tired, too. But yeah. I'm looking forward to drinking some good beer, so. Yeah, I got I to gotta brew for that Maverick mash coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still Mine's done fermenting. I just got to uh, drop my dry hops in, and then I'm good to go. Mine, so. mine hadn't, been, hadn't been created yet, so. You better get on that. Yeah. Get pretty close. Yeah, I'll get it done. <laughs> Did you do anything interesting in beer this week? Uh, I drank beer. That's about it. Nice. Yeah. You're also wearing your Coors Banquet t-shirt. Yeah, so that's what I drank. Came prepared for... So. You had Banquet? Yeah. Or Coors Lat? No, Banquet. You had a ba- Okay. Yeah. yeah. Change nice. it up every now and then, you know. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. called the Champagne of Beer! <laughs> Thank you. And that's the, the voice, voice of Powers, powers who's not here today. So we're going to move on to Travis. Oh. <laughs> How are you doing, Travis? I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out how we can make an episode out of the Maverick Mash. So I think it'd be fun, mm. but we'd have to make it interesting to the listener. Yeah, because without them actually tasting the beer, it'd be kind of hard to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really neat thing that we have set up just between uh, the hosts. We're all going to brew the same style of beer and then taste it blindly and then decide which one is our, our favorite. And we'll rank it. And then which one you know fits the guidelines, which one is the most flavorful. Uh, we've done it once successfully, and then we've tried it again unsuccessfully so that's coming yeah. up in a few weeks and i'd really like to involve the listener but we have to brainstorm some ways to make it audio friendly because it's really not it'd be kind of dry to listen to i don't think it would be that interesting because we don't actually talk a whole lot during the tasting Mm-mm. we just taste so, and then we go up there and we make our our ranking it's so, like being uh, a business analyst you are a business. <laughs> <laughs> We're also joined by Jeremy. How's it going? It is going well. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Did you do anything interesting in beer this week? Um, no, not really. Uh, I mean, I'm keeping track of my centennial hops that are growing. Um, so it's been 10 days since I originally planted the rhizomes. And uh, I have two 
at least two to three inch tall sprouts that have leaves on them and they look really cool and then one uh a couple days ago sprouted as well so nice yeah that's uh that's pretty awesome but like you were saying it's gonna take like three years to get i mean you'll, you'll it, as long as the plant survives you'll get a vine this year mm-hmm. but you probably won't have very many hop cones on it and right next year you'll get hop cones but they're going to be like super low alpha acid can't really use them got it it's really the third year that you really start to get a good crop that you can use mm. why does it have to be alpha why can't it be beta it's hop edition time hey yeah or i mean it, delta especially the people that are brewing for like competitions and stuff mm-hmm. usually from from my research because i thought about doing that a long time ago too i was like i want to grow some hops and, and use them people will still use the pellet hops for bittering because you have mm-hmm. a, a measurable alpha acid that you can put in there and you know you know what you're going to get right and then they'll use their homegrown hop cones for flavor oh. dry hop cone you know the kind of stuff just throw the, the dried up cones and uh in there and dry hop with them so you get your flavor and your aroma from your homegrown hops but you get your bitterness from the hot pellets so gotcha you know. and with the late additions you don't have to worry about necessarily knowing values yeah. or percentages you can yeah. just toss it in for for fun it's like oh i know this is a centennial hop so i know the the flavor profile that i'm gonna get out of it so cool but yeah yeah i'm excited about them let me know how it goes how I, many I rhizomes did you plant to start with i planted two in the yeah. same pot? In the same pot. They said that's probably the best way to go in case one. But you have three sprouts? I have three sprouts, yeah. Well, it How can, the heck it, did that happen? It can split off. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, it the, has several, like, tines on the on the rhizome. They'd be it's not just busy. a stick. Yeah, it had, like... <laughs> it had, like... <laughs> <clears throat> well, the rhizomes like each had its the small version little, of the plant. Little... Oh, wow. <laughs> She's getting dirty. Oh, no. Slut. <laughs> Yeah, they had they had little baby binds on them, just like little nubbies. You know, <laughs> there's about like she likes those nubs. Four or five little nubbies, on, on creamy and nutty when young. Ooh, oh, yeah, little nublets. I didn't <laughs> I didn't try them because I wanted them to grow. But nips. I imagine they're not good. <laughs> no, probably not. No. <laughs> huh. All right. Well, yeah. there you go. Okay. <laughs> there it That's is. Exciting, yeah. Well, that escalated quickly. And, yeah, so, you know, Fredo grew hops. I don't remember which strains he had, but he had them growing up the side of his greenhouse. And, uh, yeah, probably giggles. Yeah, but, you know, I, obviously he never, I don't think he ever got enough to do anything with. Mm. And he finally stopped caring, and I think the plants died. But anyway, he tried. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope he had better luck with it than he did. I'll try. I'll keep watering them. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, there's our, our crew today. I just want to say thanks to our listeners. Uh, if you haven't yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and uh, leave us a review. Send us an email, any of that kind of stuff. We're still waiting for somebody to email us uh, that's that's willing to do a call-in episode. Hey, do we have any emails, y'all? Well, he just said no. No. But no, <clears throat> we don't have any. Maybe there's some spam we can read. <laughs> I did get an email that was not uh, family friendly, so we won't read that one. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, send us an email, send us a review, uh, like us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all that stuff. Untap. Oh yeah, I always forget about Untapped. Yeah. Don't don't forget about them. Do we have how many how many followers do we have on Untapped? 
I think like 150. Yeah, okay. Really? That's pretty good. Wow. Cool. And how That's many subscribers do we currently have? Last time I checked, we had like 600. Check out our website. Yep. God, that's an old drop. Yeah, we've been going through some renovations on the website, on the website, because the uh, well, we're trying to because the old episodes don't play anymore. Yeah, Yeah. I noticed. I got to go through. I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, I do. I just haven't had time to do it. (laughs) We'll get to it eventually. But right now, you can find us on Google Play and Stitcher and iTunes and. All of those things, wherever you find your favorite podcast, that's where we are. And if you're listening to us right now, that means you probably found it. So good for you. It's all a process. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our content today. Uh, We're talking about session IPAs. That's not really a style in the BJCP, but... We're making it one. Well, you know, a lot of people, it's one of those things that was a craze for a while that kind of died off a little bit. You know, right Mm -hmm. now everybody's all about the New England IPA, the hazier the better. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but before that, I think it was probably Session IPA, and then before that was regular IPA. Everybody got tired of all the, you know, bitter beer face and, you know, getting punched in the face with hops and alcohol and double IPAs and all that kind of stuff. So then in came the Session IPA, things that are around 4%-ish. Mm. Bombastic bitter bomb. Yeah, so you could drink a couple of and and not be wasted and but still have good flavor and and whatnot. So that's what we're gonna we're gonna delve into today. Yeah. So if you were to enter this in a homebrew category competition, it would be under Twenty One B Specialty IPA. Uh, that being said, it should follow most of the guidelines of Twenty One A American IPA. Only thing that changes would be the. Uh, the vital statistics at the end the alcohol so uh and one thing we should say that this is not an american pale ale that is a completely different category it has a different balance and different things that you're looking for mm-hmm. session ipa is an american ipa that is lower in alcohol and uh lower in og and all that all that jazz too. but the flavor profile should be similar yeah, you're looking for a lot of the same balances that you get from just a regular IPA. Uh, the only thing that's that's different would be the vital statistics. So as far as overall impression, you're looking for a decidedly hoppy and bitter, moderately strong American pale ale showcasing modern American or New World hop varieties. The balance is hop forward, and that's a change from the American pale ale, which is balanced. So it should be hop forward for this one. With a clean fermentation profile, dryish finish, and clean supporting malt, allowing a creative range of hop character to shine through. <laughs> dryish finish. Try saying that five times fast with that same accent. Dryish finish. Dryish finish. Dryish finish. Okay. Dryish finish. Dryish finish. I have to channel my inner Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> that there, uh, Sean Connery. May my army be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. <laughs> Strong dark milds. <laughs> <laughs> what time does uh, Sean Connery go to Wimbledon? Oh no! When? Tennis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, you got some feedback. There. Yeah. Aroma, a prominent to intense hop aroma, featuring one or more characteristics. This would make sense if we were drinking a Scottish beer, but no. yeah. <laughs> Or New World hops such as citrus, floral, pine, resin, a spicy, tropical fruit, stone fruit, berry, melon, etc. Pom. 
Many versions are dry hopped and can have an additional fresh hop aroma. This is desirable but not required. Grassiness should be minimal <laughs> if Aww, present. Yeah. A low to medium low clean grainy malty aroma may be found in the background. Fruitiness from yeast may also be detected in some versions, although a neutral fermentation character is also acceptable. A restrained alcohol note may be present, but this character should be minimal at best. Any American or New World hop character is acceptable. New hop varieties continue to be released and should not constrain this style. Appearance. Color ranges from medium gold to light reddish amber. Should be clear, although unfiltered. Dry hopped versions may be a bit hazy. Medium-sized white to off-white head with good persistence. Flavor. Hop flavor is medium to very high and should reflect an American or New World hop character such as citrus, floral, pine, resinous, spicy, tropical fruit, stone fruit, berry, melon, etc. Boom. Medium high to very high hop bitterness. Malt flavor should be low to medium low and is generally clean and grainy malt. Uh, grainy malty, although some like caramel or toasty flavors are acceptable. Low yeast derived fruitiness is acceptable but not required. Dry to medium dry finish residual sweetness should be low to none. The bitterness and hot flavor may linger into the aftertaste, but should not be harsh. A very light, clean alcohol flavor may be noted in stronger versions, maybe slightly sulfury, ew, but most examples do not exhibit this character. So, uh, the the main difference is going to be the vital statistics. They don't have uh, OG FGs listed for this style, um, and I don't think you can actually follow the American IPA 21A uh, numbers for this because that one has 1056 to 1070 for OG. If you were to start off at a lower level but still have the same IBUs, then the balance is way off. So there's probably some changes in that. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier, and I think that would be the, the most difficult part of brewing one of these is being able to balance your lower sugar level with your bitterness to get the the low ABV that you need, but have it still be balanced mm-hmm. with your malt and your um, base grain, your specialty grain, your base grain combination, plus all of your your hops. Because you know when we talk about double IPA, it's more alcohol, more more maltiness, more bitterness, kind of more everything. And then on this one, we're on the opposite end of the spectrum, which is less of everything, so it's still balanced, but you don't have nearly as much alcohol. It balance somewhat. I mean, it's still going to be hop forward. Right, but I mean, balance between the, the amount of alcohol and the residual yeah. sweetness and, and all of that still has to, it still has to taste correct. Yeah, because if you take just a regular American IPA recipe and then just cut down on the base grain to remove the alcohol level, then you're still going to have the same amount of hops that you would for that bigger beer, and that would boost the uh, IBUs and it just it wouldn't be... <laughs> It wouldn't be pleasant. No, yes, that'd be that, way over the top. Yeah, that's a pump motion. <laughs> so there is there is going to be some decrease in the IBUs and hop additions, but you still should have. Petering mm-hmm. unit. <laughs> Let me show you a big boy. But there should, <laughs> still should be a a hop forward character to this one. Oh, it's right. a very hoppy beer. The uh, the guidelines huh? list session as three percent to five percent. And that's where it ends. So, all right, should be somewhere in there with ABV, and then find an IBU to match that and complement it. Really, awesome. We have some uh, good examples, I think, today 
a, a very wide range of them actually yeah <laughs> from uh-huh. what I, I read in the text group so we i'm interested to see how this goes well, let's drink all right so the first beer we're going to have this today is the deep Ellum ipa it what? is not the deep Ellum ipa oh close uh this is from ballast point and this is the mango even keel session ipa i'm pretty sure we've had even keel something yeah we had uh, this is the Sounds mango weird. one is the even keel also a session ipa i'm not sure i, I didn't see it at total wine i looked for it i think it is uh let me look oh, i will google it um well let's get fruity yeah so this is a mango <laughs> one um oh. ale with natural flavors that's what it says yep uh, Ballast Point is in San Diego, California. This is a 3.8%. Solidly in the session yes. <laughs> IPA <laughs> yeah. range. Probably one of the lower alcohol beers we've had that's not the non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, even Keel, the the regular one, is regular. actually a, it's a pale ale. Um, okay. It's got a BA score, a beer advocate it's the website I'm on. Thanks. Uh, 3.81 out of 5, which is very good. That's 940 ratings. Uh, 3.8% ABV, which is kind of low for a pale ale. Okay, um, so they basically took the same recipe and called it a session IPA. And added mango. Because this is also 3.8. Actually, Powers yeah. rated this the highest out of everyone. Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> uh, on Beer Advocate, he rated it pretty high. Apparently. Which is funny because you said that on Beer Advocate it was a three point eight one. Uh, yes, out of so five, it's it's ABV. Anyway, so here we go. Uh, it is orange. Would you say it's mango colored? I don't. I don't know. I think mango is more yellowish, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This is a this is dark orange. It's or amber. It's like yeah. copper. It's lighter deep, orange when you hold it to the window. Yeah real deep whitehead it is clear i wouldn't say balls clear it's slightly <sighs> hazy but yeah okay so i short story to get to my point um <laughs> i was at courtney's dad's because it house. makes you want a mango well yes i was getting there too uh, i was at courtney's dad's <laughs> house for a barbecue yesterday mm. and um courtney's um stepmom had all of her family in town from brazil mm. And they made these um, pineapple drinks, these pineapple smoothies that you could easily add alcohol to, by the way. Um, <laughs> Did you? N- n- no, they don't really drink. Um, oh. So, well, yeah. But it was still... Little something still under the table. Yeah, oh, well. She <laughs> was too busy drinking at this place called Uncle Nasty's. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's pineapple, condensed milk, and ice. That's it. Oh. And it's really good, but the aroma of this beer reminds me a lot of that drink. It's aroma very is... sweet, um, fruity. I definitely get the mango, yes. uh, but the, the hop character is also very prevalent. A very tropical fruit. Yes. It has like a the tropical fruit starburst uh, aroma to Yeah, it. I could see that. Your kitty cat's rubbing up yeah, on me. Yeah, the mango. Huh. I like it. Powers, what do you think? I can just, I can see tropical. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it dropped like three octaves. It's not as flavorful as I expected it to be based on the aroma. Like it's a little bit flat. 
well, like, it finishes dry. <laughs> flat as in carbonation or no, flat as in no, flavor? flavor? Oh, okay. The aroma is very strong. Mango and, you know, tropical fruit. Yeah, it's a and bit then, of a letdown. Yeah, right. and the flavor's like, eh, maybe a little. Well, to add to that, I think the it's flat carbonation wise too oh it also had this big like four inch rocket head on it yeah. whenever i poured it in your glass but i feel like ballast points beers are all pretty much like that from what i can remember like the sculpin beers yeah i get a little bit of the tropical fruit flavor but it's nowhere near the intensity that you get in the aroma yeah. the more i finish yeah mm-hmm. the more that i drink it the more i get that starburst like sweetness it's very, very dry. It is really dry. On the finish, it's just a lingering. It's almost like cotton mouth. Yeah. Like if you take two or three sips of it, then it, it gets really starbursty. Yeah. Starbursty? I stand by my comment. Or it's, like, it's like fruit salad beer. Fruit salad? Fruit salad, <laughs> fruit salad beer. <laughs> it's not Rich terrible. Richards. No, not John. <laughs> oh, no, that's Zima. It's not terrible. No, it's just okay. But eh. it's like if they threw the peel in there. And yeah. There's too much of that peel flavor. It's just too unpleasant on the finish. Yeah, the finish mm-hmm. is real bitter. It's very bitter. If it's pithy, like the really super bitterness of the, of the mango yeah. peel. I've never had mango peel, so oh. I don't know that I could. I haven't either. You know what it makes you want to do? Because it makes you want a mango. Yeah, it sure yeah. does. It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> I think if the bitterness hops were dropped a little bit, this would be a great fruity session IPA. But it's just a little too bitter on the finish. Yeah, I think it's just too dry. I don't. I, the bitterness doesn't really bother me all that much. Well, the the two are related. Well, um, I look at it differently. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, you can't tell me I'm wrong. No? Well, no, but also at three point eight percent. Where would the dryness come from? If it's, if it's really dry and it's only 3.8, then it's not coming from the sugars. Well, okay. That's that's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. <laughs> I am wrong. Uh, well, no. It's, I'm just <laughs> looking at it from different angles here. It's no, it's almost... you right. <laughs> it's kind of plant-like on the finish, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti. Y- y'all really need to watch that episode of young and hungry yeah i'm not feeling this at all i'm not either which ballast okay. point makes really good ipas honestly i think the this, whole sculpin series is fantastic i think if we put this in the freezer for a few minutes and let it get really cold it would probably be a little better i think that's part of it is we're just I not drinking this have not put- it's just not balls cold and are you dumping whiskey in <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm adding some more fruit. <laughs> fruit. So we have a new table whiskey. <laughs> oh no! It's, so this, it's official now. Why not? Because uh, I'm not going to drink it. Um, <laughs> I neither am I. It's called. This is Texas, and it's like bubble gum and and cream soda. So I'm going to see what it tastes like with the uh, the even keel mango. Think Coke float with whiskey in it. Actually, it's an improvement. Oh. It's not nearly as bitter and just like Sorry. plant-like. I'm not going to do it. Oh, just that's a not way. Even, that's not even... can't even taste 
that much. But it's you like have sp- more beer than I do. It's like a little spit. Are you trying to do a hard reboot? Yeah, I'm having problems with the board, so I'll just say. So what's your pound of what's your pound of pound of beer rating? Wow, that was terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's not nearly enough beer. Yeah. I'm not drunk yet, so me yet for that. So, uh, this is going to be a really four. low number for me. I'd say four. Um, you would expect a session IPA that's at three point eight percent to have a high poundability, but uh-huh. uh, sure, I'm at like four for this one. It's I'm just gonna, kind of. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with foe. I would approach this thinking okay and you smell it so it's got a nice free flavor and you know the alcohol level so i would approach it thinking like it's a six or seven but then the first time you swallow and you feel the dryness then you're just you're sunk so knowing all that put together i'm going to say this is a two wow this is not poundable for me at all oh, he he doesn't like this beer i went there i did so i just handed sawyer my glass it's actually not just, bad. I told it's, you it's, it's an improvement. It actually kind of smooths it out a little bit. <laughs> it oh, does. The touch of whiskey. I, mean, I would put a little oh, bit more one, in than that. This one, this whiskey, probably not regular whiskey, but regular. This super fruity whiskey, it, it does kind of smooth it out a little bit. But anyway, Jeremy, what's your poundability on this one? I give it a three. So we got a two, three, fofo. Fo. <laughs> BJCP rating. No. Ouch. Can you really, though? I mean, this would have to be a specialty IPA, right? Did you miss the entire intro? Of yes, the- I did. <laughs> you know me. As soon as I have a beer in my hand, I tune out. I would say... Do we want to do BCJP? I don't, I don't know if we do. I, yeah, I'm kind of with Travis there. I would say, like, high 20s. Okay, so what are you basing it on? Well, it would be a specialty IPA. Okay, a specialty. Yeah. But you'd also have to claim mango. Right. Which makes it the specialty, right? It's no. Still, yeah. And session. The session would make it the specialty. Well, no. I mean, because it's an, they're both technically, kind of, well, not necessarily additives, but I mean, you have the session See, and like you have I mango. Said, you missed the entire yeah. intro of the. It, <laughs> Hi, I'm it here. It could be in specialty IPA and you claim mango. It could also be in fruit, fruit beer, but you claim the base beer as session IPA. I think it would do better there. I do too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it has more of a mango character than it does a hoppy character. Except for the finishes. Yeah, the, the hop just comes through bitter. as the, uh, as, as the, the mouthfeel. Say what kind of hops are in this thing? Government warning. I nope. would like to know that. <laughs> uh, Either way, I, I just it, this one's just kind of meh. It's Ale not with natural flavors. I say 20, 26, 27. Yeah, so high 20. <laughs> yes, it's a can. All right. Uh, cool. Anything else on this one? It's beer. What's next? Oh, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, next we've got from Kona Brewing. Jack IPA? No. No. Sawyer. No. Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> we've got from Kona Brewing Co. Um, yeah. <laughs> Spaghetti. Um, we've got the Hanalei Island IPA. Uh, it's brewed with passion fruit, orange, and guava. Brewed in Munchen. <laughs> um, and a little blurb about them. Um, Copious. It says on their 
website that they began developing the recipe for this beer um, in mid-2015 and officially launched in Hanalei in Hawaii in August 2016. Um, Brewmaster Ryan McVeigh worked tirelessly to ensure the right balance of all the attributes, soft bitterness, accessionable ABV, and balanced POG aroma and flavor that is present but not overpowering. And this results in the ultimate drinkable IPA. Ultimate. So, one tidbit about Kona. Did you say Pog? P-O-G? P-O-G, yeah. Wow. Just throw it back to the 90s. <laughs> Pogs. Yeah, with the slammers. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if this is done yet or not, or settled, but Kona has been going undergoing a lawsuit. No way. Yeah. Because they don't actually brew their beer in Hawaii. Oh. And so a couple of craft beer drinkers are suing them because of that. Essentially, is what they're saying. I mean, I'd be pretty mad. Yeah. Well, like false advertising? Yeah. That's stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. Money for nothing right there. Yep. It says it on the bottle. Oh, I forgot to mention (coughs) on the last one. And Portland, Oregon. And uh-huh. Portsmouth, New, New Hampshire. Yep. Sorry, this is kind of a side note. The mango even keel was sitting right next to a mango blue moon. Ooh. Which. Here's a fun fact. One of my coworkers had the mango blue moon, and she said it was amazing. Really? I didn't have it. Hmm. But I guess mango's the new thing to brew with. And it's amazing. It's blue. <laughs> so does this one have mango in it, or just passion fruit? Uh, it says passion fruit. Orange and guava, and natural flavor. Copious amounts of passion fruit. How <laughs> copious amounts? That's a lot. Copious. I mean, how passionate is this beer? Does it like to party, <laughs> <laughs> or does it like to did buy you read a the drink Nick first? <laughs> Say again. Did you read the Nick label? I, I didn't actually. You should. Okay. <laughs> uh, it says. <laughs> Kayak the stunning Hanalei Bay and ease your way through the tropical paradise of northern Kauai. Refresh your senses with this crisp island IPA. The subtle bitterness of hops is balanced by passion fruit, orange, and guava. Easy does it. Easy does it. (laughs) Sexy. Yeah. Savor the moment as the raging hop character engages the imperial... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes that was a result of reading the neck label but not going all the way around yeah <laughs> so there was like more that, to that know, sentence but it actually it hair. wasn't even the neck label it was just the regular label because it it was in a square around the picture yeah, yeah it was like Anita's. so <laughs> sawyer mentioned them not brewing in hawaii did, mm-hmm. but did you say where they brew uh actually uh jeremy did okay Port- is it Portsmouth and uh, Portland, Oregon, yeah. and Portsmouth, yeah. New Hampshire? Now I've been to Maui, in but Hawaii. it does say Kona, Hawaii. It does Portland, Oregon, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So maybe they do. There is there is a spot in Hawaii that at least says that they brew there. I don't know if they do because I did. Maybe it's go one of those there. things like when they brew at um, uh, BJ's. Where they don't actually brew, but they have their own brews. Yeah, mm. possibly. Or what was the other one in uh, in Arlington? Oh, Humperdinks. Uh, yeah, Humperdinks. Yeah. But they actually brew at Humperdinks. 
They have the equipment. You can see it from the restaurant well, side. Well, you can well, see the equipment at BJ's, too, but that... You can? I've never seen it. Yeah, they have the big tanks and everything. I've never seen I it. I think it's just a bright tank. I don't think it's actually a fermenting tank. Oh, well, those guys are lame. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's business. The nutty brunette. They yeah. they ship in the wort. And then they, just, they ferment it on site, but they don't actually brew it oh, and okay. boil it. And yeah, all yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll ship it in, they'll dump it Ball. in the tank, and then pitch the yeast, and there you go. Then it's, it's brewed on site? Or it's fermented on site. Mm. So maybe Cone is the same way. Maybe they ship the wort out there and they they well, ferment it or, or something. I don't know. And it, and it amazes me that a couple of drunks really care. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, just well, drink the dang beer. It's just like whenever, um, uh, what's it that gives you wings? Red oh, Bull. Red, Red Bull. Bull. Somebody was suing Red Bull because they didn't actually get wings. Oh my god! Like that's a real lawsuit. <laughs> that's a real lawsuit. Look it up. People are dumb. People Actually, are. Actually, I was gonna say it reminds me of a wing stop. Oh, like, <laughs> there's a guy. His name is Joe Santagato, and he makes these videos on YouTube called ooh, "Idiots ooh, of the Internet." Ooh. Y'all should watch them. They're funny but true. It's like the guy that sued McDonald's because he spilled his hot coffee on himself, and it was hot. <laughs> and now every single lid says caution contents are hot contents are hot i mean seriously though like that's that's, that's the society that we live in right litigious. now yes that's just being lazy sorry yeah, yeah, i get a job i'm ranting okay anyway so back to uh beer hanalei hanalei island word for the day it is clear as balls. Very clear. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like a light, uh, light it's amber, almost yellow. like a honey, a honey color. I had a two-inch head. This almost looks like a like an American light lager, or an American lager, like a, a oh, Coors this, original. I have a question: Is this a hemp beer? Uh, it no. does not say hemp anywhere because it kind of smells like one. I mean, I see, I see, kind of what you're saying. You know what I'm it's saying? It's got a skunkiness to it. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, uh, no, it's not skunky because I, I, I know the difference, but it's, uh, it smells very distinctive. I just smelled it and it went up my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't get the Somebody hemp. Somebody choked I, at the end of that. <laughs> I just smelled it and it went up my nose. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like Sarah. Yeah, I, think it <laughs> I don't get the hemp. But I do get a, a fruity note. Well, and maybe like a. a you a, smell it? Yeah. Well, it's like almost a pineapple, but they didn't say pineapple. No, this doesn't smell like pineapple. This. No, I get a little bit of of tart fruit. I smell weed. We should consult our sister podcast Pot Styles on this one. <laughs> 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 Powers got it. I have a question. <laughs> Ask away. Oh no! How do you do uh, karaoke? Well, you basically <laughs> like, just sing along. What? You, you sing what? along to music. And Hold on. What did that come from? You, you said you had a question. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that drop before. Well, you said it. That's awesome. <laughs> 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 what was the context? I'm not making this stuff up. I, I well, I know. I obviously I said it, but what was the context? Because I don't remember. It was probably Power Hour, because that's a new one. Uh, 
Because I know how to do karaoke. I've done karaoke. <laughs> Why well, the hell would I ask that question? What is your question? Is yeah. it rustic? <laughs> oh, it's not either. <laughs> no, I was waiting for Travis to play that. Do you want to go to Hurricane Arbor after this? Well, that would mean I would have a question. Yep. Yeah. Which I have a question. Getting better. Have y'all ever heard of a, of something called Congan water? <laughs> hey, that's actually relevant to the conversation. Oh, perfect. Maybe I can be Kongen. of assistance. Wait, did you actually have a question? No. Oh. Did you, why did you say you have a question? I was just kidding. Oh, you're the man. one that said you had a question. You haven't even asked a question. Powers, do you have a question? <laughs> Where's my beer? Oh, well, you're not here, so you can't drink it. Uh, what was the ABV on this one? Four something? It's four and a half. Frat or do you have a question? 4.5. Did Barbara Bush die? <laughs> She's about to. Dude! <laughs> oh, okay, that's let's, all, let's that's, move on. That's old let's news. Just, let's move on. It's dark. I don't have any questions. It's not fake, but old. <sighs> it's fake news. This one is better than the last one. Yes. It's got body to it. It's not... It, it doesn't have that like weird plant-like bitter hop character that the other one did. Yeah, I, it's smoother. Yeah. It's not as dry. I got the weed character at the beginning, mm-hmm. but now that it's sad, that's dissipated. So whatever that was is gone. But now, smell my cup. So then maybe it was skunk because that that dissipates pretty quickly. No, yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking it up either. No, I, think, I mean it's not like it's the hemperer. Honestly, no, no. I, I <laughs> that was a, that was you cracked the lid and the room, the room smelled, smelled like, like weed. Honestly, I think that the skunkiness of a beer, you know, i.e., you know, Heineken, it, Corona, yeah, mm. it it doesn't that doesn't smell like weed. It's different. Just putting that out there. This freaking smunked is nope. hell. <laughs> it was smunked. Not that I part partake, but uh huh. You know, allegedly. Uh huh. I get a little bit of fruit in the flavor. I wouldn't say copious amounts of passion fruit, but it's it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. Um, maybe like yeah, it's kind of tropical fruit ish, but even still, it's kind of low. I do agree that I like this better than the last one because it doesn't have a nasty drying finish. Uh, I feel like it's all the additional ingredients are balanced better in this one than yeah. it was in the previous one. Yeah, the the hot bitterness and then like the the fruitiness of this kind of they match pretty well. Mm-hmm. They use some nice hops in this one. It's mind. interesting that of the two examples we have of a session IPA, both of them are infused with some kind of fruit. Mm. Yeah, you gotta check it up. I thought this is boring. Yeah. yeah. So my uh, palatability rating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that my poundability on this one is a six. Dang it. I was going to say six. Ooh. Me too. No. no. <laughs> Devil. <laughs> I'm going to go to seven. I'm, I would like to change mine to 6.23. I'm going to seven. Solid seven. It's very drinkable. It's a seven. It's tasty. You can yeah. drink it. Yeah, it's a seven. Super I just pounded the rest of it. It's a seven. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying yep. to enjoy mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Never. You can't enjoy it. Well, then I'll go down to a six then. 
Okay. Of course, the first one I said was a two, so this is quite an improvement from that. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's next? Well, the BJCP rating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the BCJP. Yeah, the BC, the Beer Certification Judging Program. That could work, too. I, maybe in Those are really big words for beer drinkers. They were probably drunk when they came up with it. Probably. You know, I I don't think this would score too much better because it's not hot forward enough to be classified as a good well, heavy IPA. I mean, it was it has no, a not a heavy fruits, IPA. Uh-uh. Fruits and stuff that are all blended and it's pretty well balanced fruits and stuff. But there are fruity hops though. There are, you know, citrus and and passion fruit yeah. hops so they could have just really focused on those hops and added a little bit just to you know support it but they claim on the label passion fruit orange and guava yeah. with natural flavor added but they didn't say anything about what hop choices no i'm trying to find them on the website but you gotta lay you gotta nail down those three flavors already i mean it already yeah. says soft bitterness so passion fruit guava orange it's also a low ABV. I don't know. I, entered as a an IPA or a fruit beer? Because they did claim the fruit on the label. This is episode one thirty seven for Tuesday. Well, I know, but we've we've talked previously about mm. as this thirty eh, as a fruit beer. I'd probably give it a thirty six. Yes, I would agree with that. I think if you enter this as a session IPA claiming the fruit then it's not as high of a score probably yeah 29 30 just right on the edge and then internet as a fruit beer claiming those those fruits and the base style is a session ipa then it does much better yeah 36 yeah i think i'd agree with that cool yeah yeah it's a pretty light IPA. It's good though. I like it. Yeah, I, I would. I would bite again. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it would too. So, right, dude, you know what? I, I forgot to talk about <laughs> uh, earlier. <laughs> um, oh oh yeah. So asked, hey, Jeremy, did you do anything interesting in beer this week? What's yeah, beer? actually. <laughs> um, uh, so My new. <laughs> let's go back. Check it around. Uh, new Maine Brewing Company. Uh, they're based off uh, in Pantigo, Texas. Um, they're pretty new. Right now, they're a tap room. Um, and uh, David, the owner, um, is starting their their test batches because their license is coming in soon. Like, it should be either in already or in within the next week. Um, and so... Uh, he asked me to come in, and we brewed a 20-gallon batch of uh, a really solid IPA. Nice. We had 45 and a half pounds of grain, and it's all grain. Um, it, it took from seven to three to to do the whole brew day, so wow. it was it was a lot. Um, I'm interested to know where this relationship started me too like how did how did you get involved with with all this well i know amanda um his wife and so amanda um we got to talking after um they had a saxophone night that i went to for uta 
Um, and so oh, yeah. we were just talking about all that stuff and how they they weren't brewing in house yet because they don't have their license. So I decided um, since you know it had been some time since then. I recently I was like, hey, I want to get some more experience brewing some beer. Um, would you like it if I came by as some extra hands and You're gonna like it. <laughs> Duh. And they were like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Free labor? Down. Yeah. yeah. Turn, so, t- turn um, that down. Right. So I, I I went and learned how to, to brew a 20-gallon batch of beer. So it was pretty neat. Nice. That saxophone night was the night right before the night that I played there. The housebone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Cool. I was at the saxophone night. Yes. I did not go to your night. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. I'm, that, yeah. That's a cool experience. I've never done a professional, quote unquote, professional I. brew. Yeah. Anything. So, yeah, you're ahead of us on that one for sure. <laughs> Not ahead of you at all. But uh, yeah, well. it was definitely really cool. Um, I have nothing more I can teach you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Let me tell uh, you about growing hops. Oh, crap. So, uh, what's, what's next? next? We're going to move on to a local beer instead. instead. <laughs> <laughs> this wow. is <laughs> the Hot Fusion. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-huh. Not the Hot Fusion IPA. This is Hot Fusion Go Easy IPA. That's what she said. And this is slightly out of range for the session IPA, but it's very close. It rings in at 5.29%. They are very precise with their uh, ABV. So it's just above, but it's still close. And it, they call it Go Easy. So they consider it to be a session IPA, yeah. as do I. Uh, on the can it says, Go Easy, man. Easy drinking IPA with Equinox, Mosaic, and Citra Hops in perfect balance with a light, crisp grain bill. Crafted for the chill life. Live it. And of course, this is out of Fort Worth, Texas. Hop Fusion. Hop Fusion. Yeah, I was already get the mosaic. I was at Hop Fusion a couple well, weeks ago. Well, I'm still tasting it with my eyes, so I have oh, no yeah. idea what this mosaic is. This is not like. clear as balls. Oh, it's hazy. It is hazy. But uh, it's got like a. It's kind of darker than the other ones, but a golden. I'd say it's golden color. Tiny it's bubbles. Gold. Yeah. Tiny bubbles in the beer. Tiny mm. bubbles. Yes, power thinking. <laughs> I'm not getting like any over the top mosaic notes. It's got a little bit of dankness, but a little. It's, it's not sweaty. Just a wee. There's something weird about it, though. Can't put my finger on it yet. Just watch. Watch, watch, watch. I'll put my finger on it. Where's the bottle? Well, it came in a can. Sorry. Uh, maybe a little bit of sweaty notes, but it's not over the top. Uh, I'd say I get some bready notes. Don't really pull any fruit at all, like we did from the last ones. The sweaty note is what I'm picking up on. It's there, but it's not. Yeah, it smells a little Crazy. bit like Jim Locker. Just a, just a bit. <laughs> yeah. I get lettuce. <laughs> like Hamburgers the, and asparagus. In the finish. I really, so seriously, I get lettuce. 
Also, Frado thinks I'm drunk. Hamburgers and asparagus was a totally different beer, not this one, by the way. Since our friends at Hot Fusion might be listening. Ooh, a burger sounds pretty good. Let's see. <sighs> I think the, the flavor profile, I, I think, is spot on. The what? Profile. It definitely has a fruit note, but the sweatiness of the, the mosaic is pretty strong for me. Yeah, if you don't but like mosaic, then it's going to come. I am still kind of sensitive to mosaic, so it, 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 it does come through for me. See, on the other side of things, I I like the mosaic profile. Um, I think that it, it does have a nice IPA presence, but knowing that it's lower in alcohol, it's not as, as you know, uh, not as intense as what you get from just a stock American IPA. So I like that they have the, the presentation of an IPA, but it's a, it's a lot easier. Would you say it goes easy? I already feel it coming. Well, I guess so. There's eight other people in there. I, I would say out of the three, this is my favorite. Really? Yeah. See, you just spent a good five minutes talking about Mosaic. Well, no, I made two comments about it. <laughs> and Sweaty, and then now it's your favorite. Why? Well, j- Expand okay, on that. Okay, so anybody who has been listening to the podcast for a long time knows that I'm not a huge fan of Mosaic. However, I've been coming around to it. However. Just like whiskey. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I've been coming around to it, and... The Go Easy is one of my favorite beers from Hot Fusion. I'd say Hairpin's probably my favorite. Yeah, the Rye Pale Ale. Sure. Yeah. Y'all Which is surprising off. because I'm I'm really not even a huge Rye fan, but it's a solid beer. Um, <laughs> the Mosaic is not over the top on this one. It's It's a small piece of the flavor profile. But I think the sweaty notes that I'm picking up complement the fruit character that they used, and the the hot bitterness and it, it's it is well rounded. It has a lot of different. Sorry, bless you. My pleasure. It has a lot of different uh, flavor profiles going <laughs> on, and the sweatiness is just a piece of it. But I think it does complement the other flavors. Yeah, I was gonna say that like my sweaty gym locker comment. Like that, <laughs> it's just off the aroma when you first pop it open and then put it in the glass, and that dissipated for me pretty quickly. And then after just tasting it, letting it sit on the palate for a little bit, it it's pretty tasty. It is very balanced. Sure, I would say that my favorite beer from Hop Fusion is the first slipper or the um, oh, it's not the uh, the blonde beer. What's the name of the blonde beer? Feisty blonde. Uh, yeah, it's the the other one. It's the one with that's infused with like strawberries or something. Uh, feisty redhead. There we feisty go. Feisty redhead. Yeah, I like so that one blonde. and first slipper. <laughs> this one's okay. It's not my favorite, obviously. You know, the point of the style is to give Hophead something to drink without being blasted after having two of them, because most of the really intense IPAs are going to be seven percent. Yeah, I've got one of those on tap at home right now, and I I have to really space it out 
because even my pale ale is like six something yeah so you have something like this but you still have the hop character the hop intensity that the hop held is, is craving but you're not going to get blasted after having just two of them yeah what was the abv on this one 5.29 so it's just over the edge just barely but i, I think it still counts I, yeah, I mean, I still say it's sessionable. Yeah, it's not hot. No. It's not hot at all. But, the, <clears throat> I mean, it's not something that's going to, you have two or three of them, you'll be like, whoa. <laughs> I feel it. You know, you could have two or three and be like, okay, yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm good. It's good. Right. It's good. It's good. It's good. So, yeah, I, this is good. I, I, I really do think that it is. I mean, it's got it's got the, the fruitiness that, um, you know, that you would expect a little bit of the mosaic which some people are really into that and that's fine yeah but anyway poundability for this one on me would so be what, what is it the uh the bang ability uh poundability <laughs> so girl. my bangability of this <laughs> if i was seven on the the kona i'd say six on this one and i know i said this is my favorite of the three so far but the poundability would be a little bit lower just because the flavors are a little bit more, more prevalent. Yeah, it's got more body. Yeah, I'm going to say five. I'm going to say this is a, a five. Nice. <laughs> I'm right with you. You're with yourself? Yeah. I'd say a six. All right. Cool. It's good. Thanks, it's Hot good. Fusion. It's good. Yeah. It's well, good. we got one mo. What is it? So uh, next up is a uh, a sour session IPA. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> From Epic Brewing Company, which means it's going to be terrible. It's called Tart and Juicy. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Tart and Juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, it it rings in at a 4.5 percent ABV, 12 fluid ounces, 355 milliliters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says we've combined the clean puckering tartness of kettle souring with an abundance of juicy citrus driven hops to create a beer. That's the best of both worlds. Tart and juicy sour IPA brewed and packaged by Epic Brewing Company in Denver, Colorado. No, not Munchen. Uh, is this a regular can? This is a regular can. So that's kind of cool. Uh, Chris, the progression of your face the past like three seconds was hilarious. Jeremy just saw all the faces while I tasted this beer. Anyway, I'm gonna play a drop. I have floaties. I have floaties. <laughs> I have floaties. I'm not touching it. I have floaties. <laughs> I have floaties. But this how is many how times? many have floaties? This is how many floaties? I have, I have floaties. I have floaties. Oh my gosh. I have floaties. Turn it off. Continuous this, loop because... Is this candy holy condition? Holy crap. This is the most chewy beer I have ever seen. Like Chewbacca? Oh, maybe a little. Look at my glass. I, I, have, a, very I have a little sediment. A little? See? Yes, look at it. I, I dumped the can in mine because I, I wanted all of the floaties. Dude, that's like pulp for you. I yeah. got the top pour. And it's it's true, so it's not Pulp Fiction. Yeah, so that was after I poured well, my beer. You, it's, you definitely got the, the last of it. It's an orangey color, almost copper. Uh, it is not clear as balls. I have 
<laughs> it's it's hazy. Floaties. Ooh. It's a strong aroma, too. I don't... This aroma is strange. It's similar to the Hot Fusion one, aroma. but more... More of the uh, gym locker. This one is way sweatier. This reminds me yeah. of uh, musty vacuum cleaner. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When you first pull down the drop-down attic door. <laughs> yes. Similar. Or the basement. Uh, I've never been in a basement. Okay. You've never been in a basement? Other than UTA, no. Yes, it's like socks and Old Spice. Oh, yeah, Chris. Thank you for joining the podcast. Yes, thank you. I have not checked into a single thing. <laughs> so, okay. Looking at my untapped, the first time I had this was at the brewery. Brewery? Brewery. The brewery. In Denver, I was at Epic Brewing, and I gave it a two out of five. I said, mm. not tart at all. Don't expect a sour. Loads of mosaic, which I don't like. Oh, God. Oh, I called it. But I drank it, and I love it. What? Just now? Right, right or? Yes. Oh. So three years later. But maybe they just didn't have their sour stuff down, because I said not tart at all. But when I taste this, I get tart. It's I get kind of sour. tart. It's not like super tart. No, but it's it's enough for me to go, yeah. This kind of tastes like hot grapes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you pull them out of the fridge and let them sit for a while. <laughs> Don't know that I've ever done that. Try it sometime. It's invigorating. <laughs> okay. This, it's, it, it is tart and, and juicy. that'll be a drop. Like, yeah, that's a great suggestion. <laughs> No matter who, no matter what somebody says, try it sometime. It's invigorating. Like okay, <laughs> I, I get the tart and juicy now. I do because it is. It's tart and juicy. It is tart and juicy, and it's fantastic. When I had it, then it was not. So yeah. I don't know if it was a new thing, or if they had just hadn't developed their their yeast culture yet, or what. But I was very disappointed and upset the first time I had it. But now drinking out of this can, I get it. And it is. It is tart and juicy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like the tartness. It tastes like... <laughs> run that drop. Oh, that's Spaghetti. why. Spaghetti. Like, as it sits on my palate, I get a lot of, like, cooking spice. But for real, it tastes like... It tastes like cooking spice to me. Oh, a little man. bit. Like at the end. I love this beer. It's okay. tasty. I'm not saying it's bad. But okay, it's, so 4.5% as a session IPA mm-hmm. is terrible. But as a sour, it's fantastic. I don't get the IPA note, which is. I, okay, so it. That it comes says, through the aroma. Well, yeah. The mosaic. But when, but when you taste time. it, it's not IPA. No. Except maybe the juicy part. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. But it's it's straight up I wouldn't I wouldn't say sour. It's not like Jacobins, but I would say it is tart. It is tart. I have an announcement. You don't like this beer. I tasted the rubber. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this beer. Yeah, you figured you wouldn't. Yeah. I do. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like sour beers. Not this one. This one just, it's weird. I think this is the first epic beer I like. These What's the wrong hops, with you? Like, 
the hop profile on this is really interesting, and I don't know exactly what it is. You said uh, this is a weird beer. It is weird. It's secret. It's, it's a secret. It's a secret. Nobody well, see, can know my secret. That's what I said. That the first time I had it at the brewery, it was terrible. I hated it. Hmm. I thought it was. You think it dumb. was too new? I I don't know. That's okay. So that's he why was I said in an epic anger moment too. But because okay, so Sarkar and I both ordered a flight, a separate flight of you know four or five different beers. So we had eight to ten different beers while we were there, and all of them were terrible. Mm. All of them, not a single one I had I liked, and it was I, I was just pissed off. So we went from epic to great divide, and had fantastic beers. Right. And even the guys there were like, "Yeah, we heard that. We we hear that a lot, because they're right down the street from each other." Mm. So I don't know if it's whatever they're serving in their tap room is just not right. Hmm. I've hated Epic ever since. It's got this, sour notes. For this sure. one I like. Yeah. And I had this at the brewery. It was not tart at all. So that's why I was saying earlier, maybe they hadn't really developed their sour culture yet, and mm. maybe now they have. Right. And if this is what they're serving at their tap room, then then it deserves a revisit. But the, what I had when I was there was terrible. If If you sniff it while drinking... You know, use the old factory kind of thing. I get Parmesan cheese in the aroma. That's okay. what I was saying. Baking, like or cooking spice for old factory. <laughs> for old factory, you need to drink and then exhale through your nose. Yeah, that's what I do. And then I suck. You it said back in. sniff while you take a drink. Well, it works the same way for me. No. It does. <laughs> Swallow and then exhale through your nose. When I do that, I get orange. Well, I get Parmesan cheese. So, yeah, I definitely see. I I see both of those things in this beer. Man, it smells like pickles and curry. What? Shut up! Did you just tell yourself to shut up. Yeah, I don't drop myself enough. Oh man, dude, that smell has not dissipated though. It yeah. still smells super. I really funky. like this beer. I don't. I think this is one of the worst things it, I've ever had. It definitely has a sour uh, component to it for sure. It's got some weird things going on. Um, as far as a session IPA, no, no, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Honestly, Wrong. thirteen because you have an infected beer if you enter in this category. Now, to be honest, though, most sours are low alcohol. Well, maybe a little. I mean, you're talking like 4 to 5%. Usually. Where, where, where most sours sit. Yeah. Because you're talking about wild fermentation, and <laughs> those yeast... Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. I will take all of your Sawyer's beer. pouring his glass into Chris's glass. I'll take all of your beer. Um, he literally doesn't like it that much. Nope. When you're talking about wild cultures, they're not as cultivated as the strains that we use as homebrewers. So they're not as active and they're not as... Um, what's, the, what's the term I'm looking for? They don't... Uh, no, flocculation is when they drop out. Help me out, Travis. Uh, Astringency. No. (laughs) Characteristics. (sighs) Jesus. 
Frusty. Frusty. <laughs> <laughs> Inoculated. Well, they, no they one could here be knows. Frusty. They could be Frusty. Um, fermented. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Bert and Ernie. Represented. Attenuate. Patient. That's what I'm looking for. Attenuate. They yeah. don't. They, you know, the wild strains don't attenuate as well as the cultivated brewer strains. I think. Maybe that's why the the ABV is usually lower. So. When you have a sour beer, usually your ABVs are a little bit lower than, you know, your normal 6-7% that you get out of ales that you'll buy at the store. So maybe that's why they call it a session IPA, just because the ABV is lower. But yeah, because as a, you're not as an getting I, the, the hop profile. No. I don't know that you any hops. But as an IPA, it's terrible. I would, I would give this like a, a 15. You know... Yeah. I would rather drink Bud Light Platinum all night than this <laughs> once. Well, that'll get you drunk. Yeah, but neither one of them tastes that great. If you were to enter this as a sour with an IPA as the base style, I I would give it like a 38, 40. Uh, I don't know about that because still you need to have the hop character come through. Maybe pale ale. Ah. Uh, because I do think that the hop character that is present helps the sour note. It came through in the aroma, yeah, pretty so strongly. I, I, like I do think a, a hoppy base, whether it's pale ale or IPA, you could you could argue either. Mm-hmm. It'd still be between a thirty-eight to a forty for me. I think the as hops, a sour, the hops are definitely there, and they're strong. But they're a very different type of hop. It's not a bitter hop. It's a very like earthy, very cooking spice, very savory kind of hop. I like savory. Yeah, that's a good. You word. know what this beer reminds me of when I drink it? What's up? Sweet tarts. <laughs> it it does though because yeah because it is it does have that that candy sweetness. Mm-hmm. Like you know when you have you put the sweet tart in your mouth and you like suck on it for a second and the the candy coating is the first Start. thing that you get right and then as you that's what she said I hate to say suck on it more but that's what she said <laughs> as you suck on it more yeah, it goes really from it. the sweet to the tart because you have the tart that's surrounded by the candy coating mm. that's this beer yeah this beer's a sweet tart no. Mm. I, I can't. That's my opinion. You can't tell me I'm wrong. I'm not telling you you're wrong, but <laughs> no. Honestly, I actually do like no, this if right. this were a sour beer. But it says a sour IPA, and I'm it's it's confusing because when I think IPA, I think of really like bitter, really just floral. You can have juicy IPAs too. And right, but it, it's exactly that. It's a juicy It's it's cloudy. Is yeah. all get out. Like so okay, this Your is, glass was. So is yours. No. You had what? Mine was beefy. There were chunks looking at I know, back I have me. chunks too. But uh, it's cloudy. I can't see this is a very yeah. opaque. It's yeah. opaque mm-hmm. and chunky. Weird. So if I were to look at this, I'd think New England IPA. Ugh. Like if you handed this to me and said this is an IPA, I'd look at it and say, Okay. Well, New England IPAs are hazy, not yes. chunky. There's a big difference there. Well, I know, but I'm, I'm saying like the overall impression of it. Like I can't, it's away from my face. I can't see the chunks. I see haze. Okay, I got you. 
Okay, so if you handed this to me and you said, this is an IPA, I'd say, okay, that's really hazy. That must be a New England IPA. So I'm going to expect a lot of juicy, fruity notes out of it. Juicy fruit. All right. Right? Sure. Then I get it closer to my face, and I say, oh, I got a bunch of chunks in here. And I smell it, and I taste it. I was like, oh, that's sour. So if you took a New England IPA that's extremely juicy with full, you know, lots of body, lots of froth, and introduced a sour yeast strain to it, that's this beer. Like, hands down. Hmm. I can go with that. Yeah. Sawyer is... And I like it. Not into it. No, he's No, not. this beer sucks. <laughs> I'm going to be blunt. This beer sucks. This is my favorite beer uh, of the episode. I disagree with you completely. That's fair. Honestly, out of all these... Oh, you know, mm. it is amazing. Powers likes it. I I think I'm gonna go with the Kona as my favorite. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be good. Kona and then Hot Fusion and then Ballast Point and then this crap. <laughs> I would say this crap, <laughs> and then Hot Fusion, <laughs> then Kona, and then the Ballast Point crap. <laughs> No, I think I would go with the Hot Fusion first, and then the Kona, and then the the Ballast Point. No, I'm going to go with the Epic and then Ballast Point. I think we were all underwhelmed with the Ballast Point. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'd go um, Hot Fusion, this beer, mm. the, uh, the Sour. You're right, the Epic. The um, Kona and then the Ballast Point. So, what's your poundability? poundability? Mm, like two. Eight. <laughs> Eight? What the hell? No, it's like a two, dude. No, yeah. I like this beer. I really do. This I was pounding the crap out of it. Whoa. This beer sucks. Let's see what Anna thinks. Yeah, if someone was like, hey, we gotta go pound this, I'd be like, well, we're gonna be here for a little while. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Can't agree more. I never thought in a million years that I would say this, but good on you, Epic. Whoa! Gosh, what is wrong with you? No. Yeah. No. I give it. A, I give this sour a seven because I like sours and I like IPAs. Thank I think you. it was a really. Good I like sours and I can. Oh, I can deal with IPAs, but no, but not, not together. pound them. No, well, not just poundability is not necessarily what you like. Not not just pounding, like. but like just this beer it, in general but is not good. I think. I think just your initial like Parmesan cheese thing threw you off. And you just like shut down. After no, that. because I got the Parmesan thing after the fact that I decided that this is a terrible so, beer. Okay, so poundability has a lot of different aspects to it. Yes. Part of it has to do it's whether obscure. whether you like it or not. Word. There, the yeah, other part of it is that. how easy it is to drink. Word. And I think if you like the beer, it's easier to drink. Well, sure. Well, mm, part of uh, chugging is well, psychological. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, that's. I'm not saying that's a hundred percent because I really like, you know, milk stouts. It's it's it a doesn't very, mean that it's easy to drink. It's I just, not a th- huge part. There, there's a there's there's a give and take. I think <laughs> with the two, as Jeremy reaches for more whiskey, <laughs> there's give and I take. Like whiskey. There are some sours that I would I not like chug. Sure. Jakobin is my most favorite sour beer of all time that I think I've ever had. Not going to chug it. Yeah, because that's a waste of 
of an $8, 12-ounce bottle. A wasted liquid, sure. <laughs> but this, I think, is a very happy medium between the two. My two favorite beer styles, sours and IPAs. This is a sipping beer. This one I don't think is. I could pound the crap out of this. Whoa! Uh, strong words. From a brewery that I hate. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pleasantly surprised. Okay. So thank you, Coming Sawyer, around. for bringing this beer. You're welcome. All right. I'm turning, You're welcome. The, I'm turning the corner on Epic a little bit, I think. Come no, around. they still suck. Probably so. I mean, and anybody can have one beer that's that's great. Or just have a good day. Maybe so. Maybe oh. it was this batch. All you need is a one-hit wonder. The Oneaters. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Brew Styles, where our topical discussion was Session Iron Mash Award <laughs> Ceremony Session IPA. Join us next week when we celebrate three years in this podcast. That's right. Three years of every week this coming at you. We're going to get drunk. <laughs> Until then.